Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. Hello, and welcome to the Having It All podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, and I am incredibly grateful that you are here joining me today for this episode. This episode is a personal one for me, and I'm going to deviate a little bit from the typical topics I share on the show, and I'm going to really just let you all in on what's been happening with me the past week or so. Um, If you are a regular listener of the show, then you probably noticed that I did not have an episode for you last week. Uh, I've been doing this show for a little over a year now, and I believe I've only missed two weeks. So that was a, a big deal for me to not have an episode. And the reason was because my wife and I had to put down our family dog last week. And um, that event hit me so much harder than I ever really thought that it would or thought that it could have. Um, you know, I've, I've said goodbye to, uh, to family members and friends, um, but nothing had really impacted me the way that, that this experience did. And I, I wasn't prepared for it. So um, her name was Olive. Olive was our, our puppy. And uh, she was a five-year-old little pit bull mix. And we had her for four of those years. And um, she, she got sick. She got sick last Tuesday night. And less than 24 hours later, we, we put her down. And like I said, it was, it was one of the most challenging experiences for me because I felt that loss very, uh, very extremely. You know, I felt it completely uh, to the point where it just kind of knocked me out of commission for a couple of days there. And that's normally when I publish my episodes. And so I decided that I, I, I had, you know, wanted to let my grieving process kind of run its course and um, that I would wait to publish until today. And so on this episode, I really want to talk about a few things that I've learned in the past week that have really just, I don't know, come to light. And um, it's about gratitude. You know, it really is about gratitude for me because I, even though this, uh, you know, putting our dog down was very sudden, um, she had cancer. She had a tumor in her in her stomach that we didn't know about. We had no idea. And it, it progressed and progressed and got to a point where, um, so she wasn't showing any symptoms or anything, but then last Tuesday night, uh, she started vomiting. And that was the first sign that something was wrong. And by that point, the cancer had, had spread and it was, you know, there wasn't anything that we could do. Surgery uh, had a very slim chance of being successful and uh, I really didn't want to put her through that experience of surgery and recovery and then treatment for for cancer. I just, you know, I didn't want to impact my dog's quality of life that much. So we made the challenging decision to to say goodbye to her. And all of that happened within 18 hours. So, you know, I spent the first couple of days after that just really just repeating in my mind and, and to Sarah and to, you know, when I talked about it, like, it happened so fast because it felt like it happened so fast. You know, I spent, I spent the whole night at, at the vet and, you know, that was a long night, but it was, it felt like a few hours later we were getting the, the, um, 
the the outlook and the outlook was 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 grim and a few hours after that we were at the vet and you know an hour later i was holding her in my arms as they gave her the injection and everything felt incredibly fast but once i was able to get through the initial stages of feeling the loss and feeling the sadness i became incredibly grateful incredibly grateful because i realized that i had an opportunity to say goodbye and that there are a lot of people who when they lose a loved one when they lose a friend or a family member or a partner they don't get a chance to say goodbye and i i realized that wow that is you know there's a lot to be grateful for there's a lot to be thankful for in having that opportunity and so that was the first real realization that hit me and the first wave of gratitude i felt um was was for being able to say goodbye being able to you know tell the puppy that i loved her tell olive that i loved her and really to being able to hold her in my arms comforting her talking to her as as you know the life left her body which in and of itself was a pretty powerful experience to me um, for me and for sarah and you know it was eight months ago that we welcomed our baby girl into the world so eight months ago i was there you know, we did a home birth, as I've mentioned on the show before. So I was there in, in our bedroom as Maya came out and, you know, was one of the, f- the first uh, people to touch her, to hold her, uh, first skin contact she felt. And then fast forward eight months later, I'm there holding, you know, our, our, our friend Olive as the life left. And that, you know, that, 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 that cycle, that, that symbolism there, uh, was pretty profound to me. I'd never experienced anything like that before. I'd never experienced holding, holding a, a creature, holding a, a body as the life left. Um, very, very profound. Very moving for me. And so, you know that that wave of gratitude for being able to be there in that moment, for being able to comfort, you know, my dog in that moment, and for being able to say goodbye. Uh, was profound. And that was the first point of gratitude. And the second point of gratitude came not shortly after that. And it was just being grateful for the time that we had. You know, being grateful for the four years that I got to spend with this dog. And I have a big heart for animals. I'm getting a little choked up as I'm talking right now. But I, I have a big heart for animals, especially for dogs. And uh, when I when I love, when I feel, I feel very fully and so I am I'm very grateful that I had a chance to really love on this dog for four years and to, uh, you know, to give her a better home. She was a dog that was in foster care and was in the, the shelters. Um, she had mange, so she, she was missing about a third, maybe half of her, of her hair. So she wasn't necessarily a dog that most people would have adopted right away because she kind of had this scraggly, thin, stiff hair, and she had these spots all over her, like her skin was all spotted. And, you know, she was cute. She was adorable, but in her own way. And so, uh, you know, Sarah saw her on, we were looking for, for another dog to bring home. And Sarah spotted her picture and just instantly fell in love. And so I'm just grateful, for, you know, I'm grateful to Sarah for that, but grateful that we had a chance to to bring the little girl home and 
make her a part of our family for four years and just had an opportunity to experience like what what if you're a dog owner or if you're an animal animal lover or pet owner anything like that then you know what the love from an animal and from a pet uh, you know what that's like there's i mean human love is amazing Uh, obviously i'm this this show having it all abundant loving life you know love is a big part of what i talk about but there's something different the love that comes from an animal and like I said, if you're a pet owner, if you're an animal lover, then you get it. So being able to experience Olive's love for four years, that sort of unconditional love, always excited to see you, always has a kiss ready for you, you know, will we'll put her head on your lap when she knows you're feeling down, like that type of love. Very grateful to be able to experience that for four years. And so a big lesson for me was that there's always opportunities for gratitude in every situation. And no matter how crappy the situation feels or is or has been, you always have a chance to reflect on things that you can take from it that you are very thankful for. And I didn't want to be grateful at first. You know, my ego wanted to be angry like... I. I it was so interesting. I, I was frustrated at the timing and I was frustrated that the vets took so long and I was, I was angry that, you know, we didn't know sooner. All these different things, these different emotions came through me. But I did consciously say, no, I'm going to be grateful because I knew that gratitude was going to help me to, to lift myself out of some of the funk I was feeling. And that's one of the amazing things about gratitude. It, it has that that power to do that. And so in this situation, in a situation that, you know, had, had some grief in it and some, a lot of tears. Oh boy. I, I'm 30 years old and I don't think I've cried as hard or as much in probably 20 years as I did last week. And, uh, that was humbling right there. (laughs) That was humbling for me, but to just be able to seek out the gratitude in the experience. And now that's what I think about. You know, now when I look at pictures of her or watch videos, you know, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for the four years. I'm very grateful for the ability to say goodbye. I'm very grateful to have the experience of holding her as she transitioned. All of those things which were which were huge pains for me not too long ago, just like deep, empty pain you know, sad feelings have, have shifted into gratitude. And that's what I want to leave you all with. I want to leave you with this truth that you can find gratitude in the most challenging, in the most saddening, in the most grief-stricken areas of your life. You can find gratitude. It's there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And when you do find gratitude, when you do find that thing to be grateful for and whatever it is that you're challenged with, it will shift how you view that challenge. It will shift how you view that situation. And it's something that you don't have to take my word for. You can practice. And it's something that I've been putting practice in myself, so I'm speaking from my own experience. But you can try this out in, in a situation that's feeling very raw for you right now, a situation that, where you're feeling the sadness, or perhaps you're feeling the anger, or, perhaps, or maybe you're, you're feeling frustration, or you're feeling abandonment. Like There's gratitude to be found there. And I think the amount of resistance you might feel to what I'm saying, the amount of resistance you might feel to the idea that you can be grateful for something that feels like a challenge, that tells you that's like the magnitude of the shift and of the, the, the euphoria that you will feel when you make that switch. So if what I'm saying to you right now is bringing up these emotions of like, who the hell is this guy? Screw him. That he doesn't know what I've gone through. He has no idea of the situation. He doesn't know how that person hurt me or how that person made me feel sad or what they've done to me. The bigger that feeling is, the more amazing the flip side of it is going to be. The more blissful it's going to feel when you do identify that gratitude and internalize it. That's just how it works. And so, you know, I've learned to really appreciate even more the things and the people and the friends that I have in my life right now because they aren't promised. And it's very cliche. We've all heard it. We've all heard it so many times that we aren't promised tomorrow and, you know, all, all of this and that. But it is very true. It's very true. And what's great about that truth is that if you embrace it, then it makes today even more rich. It makes today even more beautiful. Because it, it really inspires you to love on the people and the friends and the things that you have in your life right now. Just to love on them fully. And it helps to minimize some of the junk that comes in between us. You know, like I, I've... I've shared this many times in the show. I, I have a challenge with my sister right now. We just aren't seeing eye to eye, but saying goodbye to my dog makes me think, well, what if something happened to, to Dana? What if something happened to me? How would we feel? How would we, this little, this, this little rift that's developed between us, we're going to feel incredibly guilty. You know, we're going to feel incredibly sad if we aren't able to love on one another or if something happens and and it's left like this so that's you know and and when olive's passing inspired me to just love on dana even more love on my sister even more no matter what i was receiving in return because i didn't want to you know leave every day 
any day feeling like I hadn't done a little bit. And it's been, today's Thursday, it's been eight days since we said goodbye to Olive, and um, in those eight days, we as a family, you know, our family of four now, it's myself, Sarah, baby Maya, and our other dog, Watson, we've just spent more and more time together just being, you know, not doing, not, not watching TV or on our phones or driving from place to place, but just being together and experiencing one another as a family and just spending time together. And I'm, I'm very inspired to keep that going, to not make it just a, a little blip and then we go back to our normal, our normal lives of being caught up in what we have to do tomorrow and who's texting me right now or what stuff is happening in the news, but really just experiencing each other completely and being present every day. So that's what I want to leave you all with, just finding the gratitude for yourself in whatever challenging situation you might be experiencing or whatever sad situation you might be experiencing. And just, you know, maybe you can take from my example of of being a little more present, appreciating the people you have in your life a little bit more, loving them fully each day as they are, accepting people as they are. Because... We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And so all we have is right now. And right now is pretty darn awesome. And truly is. I appreciate you. I am very, very grateful to you listening. Um, Grateful for your dedication. Grateful for your messages. Grateful for your love. I don't take that for granted. And I do want to constantly express that gratitude to you because... You know, I, I, I was aware that I had missed a week. You all made me aware. And so that was humbling. And um, yeah, I appreciate you. And my name is Matthew Bivens. Here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done... Why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.